When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about clarity and a little bit of history and good guys and bad guys. And I'm going to address a couple of counter-arguments that came up in regards to uh, who we were leaving behind over there. And to be clear, when I say that, uh, I did a video last week, I think, talking about who who we were leaving behind in, in Afghanistan. Um, there are people there who helped the U.S. or NATO or the West in general who, when the West pulls out and the opposition there takes the offensive, which is a pretty likely thing, they're, they're going to have bad things happen to them and their families. And as it stands, we're just kind of leaving them. There is a visa process. However, the backlog is incredibly long, and the process for applying for the visa is incredibly risky. So it's not a workable solution. Now, the counter-arguments that came up, there were two, and they can be divided, moral and practical, just like pretty much anything else when it comes to foreign policy. The moral argument comes from those who oppose the U.S. occupation because empire is bad. I mean, that that makes sense. At the same time, the argument that is presented doesn't really hold up to scrutiny because the idea there is that, well, they helped the occupation, the locals are going to deal with them, not our problem. Okay, it is entirely possible and, in fact, is likely that in a conflict, neither side, as far as the combatants go, actually represent the, the will of the people. Um, that, that's a very likely thing. It, it's not about right and wrong. It's not about the will of the people. It's about power. And... Just because one side is doing something wrong, say, engaging an empire, that doesn't mean that the other side is, are, are the good guys. Um, that's, in, in this case, they are absolutely not. Um, the overwhelming majority of people in Afghanistan do not want this sort of thing to happen. But it likely will. Now... Aside from that, the idea of being against imperialism, in theory, has to do with self-determination of the people and, you know, civilians, protecting civilians, who are the people that are at risk. Um, And I think a little bit of clarification is in order because 
the loudest voices who are talking about this right now, they're talking about the interpreters because the, the loudest voices are military people, people who have been there and they worked with the interpreters. So it's personal to them. But as far as the way the opposition there views it, it's people who help the West. It's not just limited to the interpreters. This would include people who assisted Western institutions. This would include aid workers or school teachers. And I know that sounds like normal propaganda type stuff. I would just point out that the comeback statement from the opposition recently was to go after a girl's school. I am not cool with leaving a school teacher behind because of some vague notion of it being somehow anti-imperialist to do so. Okay, so that's the moral argument. I don't think that holds up to scrutiny. Um, the, the practical argument basically boils down to, well, that's just too complicated. We can't do that. It's too hard. We don't have the capabilities. We don't have the technology. Whatever. Some reason to say that we, we can't handle an airlift. Um, so here's my suggestion. We mount an operation to do it, and we will call it Operation New Life because we're going to bring them here and give them a new life, right? And because that was the name of the operation the last time we did it, in 1975. More than 100,000 people, um, they were taken to Guam and processed there. I want to say from April to November, but don't quote me on that. We absolutely can do it. We have done it before with far less technology and capability. It can be done, and, and for a whole lot more people, because we're not talking about 100,000. Um, the ability to do this is there. That's just the idea that it isn't. That's just fantasy. It is absolutely there. Uh, it's the will. It's the will. I think it's gotten to the point where the American people are just ready to wash their hands of it completely. And given the fact that the whole battle cry here to get out was about saving civilians, I don't understand the logic in leaving people behind to meet the end they are going to. That doesn't make sense to me. Uh, people are going to look to Biden for this. It's not really his call. I mean, it is in the sense of he would have to approve it, but he can't really approve it on his own. I would point out in 1975 when it was done, Congress passed the uh, Indochina Migration and Refugee Assistance Act um, in May of 1975. Prior to bringing them here, the U.S. did try to resettle them in nearby countries. Most of the other countries didn't want them. So they were taken to Guam, they were processed, some returned home, some went to other countries, but most came to the United States. We can do it, and we have done it before. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.